What's going on? Well, that was so good. It's about Georgia today. Oh, it's not, brother. We could have a conversation. We are. No, I'm kidding. We are. We are having a conversation. <laughs> but um, you didn't really, you know. We, we I personally, you know, I, I talked to you off camera, obviously, but like, I try to encourage you to put yourself out there a little more. You're obviously you're still a top guy in the lightweight division in Bellator, especially you moving up. You know, I think you have a uh, what's the word? You you have it. You have it. You know. You you made a great adaptation to the new weight class. You know, you feel good. You look better, in my opinion. You didn't get. I didn't see you out there talking about you know, you moving up or you know whatever you have planned. So I personally also wanted you to like get out there and like, you had a very close fight. You had a great fight. Oh it my last go, fight. My yeah, last it fight. didn't it didn't wait. It didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Obviously. Right. I also I also wanted you to talk about it before and after. You know, I we didn't see you talk about it out there so i wanted you to talk about it see uh tell us what we didn't know before and after you know well i mean the, the whole lead up to the fight was i mean it was a good experience like yeah. i was in good shape and all that so yeah. it wasn't like anything i mean as far as the, talking about that fight i know for sure i won <laughs> yeah. and uh but i mean i mean even going back you know i thought a lot of people counting out with miles i thought he's just gonna run through me yeah. But uh, I I thought I took it to him for first two rounds and maybe the third round went his way. But uh, I think I'm going to be a big threat at 155 of Bellator. Just, mm. It just no one knows it that good. So just I'm just going to be that silent killer. How, how was uh, how was not cutting weight? How was what? I was not cutting weight. It was good, man. It was good. I mean, I still cut about five pounds, but it was it was way better than when I used to cut mm. for 45 uh, 45 was just, uh, fuck. It was a bad experience, man. I couldn't even recover the next day, so. 45? Making make, make 45? Hard. What happened? Make, making 45 is pretty difficult? It, it was easy to make it. I just, the recovery wasn't there. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I was, uh, uh, you know, I was, I was getting older. You know, I'm 35 yeah. years old. But, uh, yeah. so I think a 55 was a perfect way for me to be for weight class. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think as we get older, as fighters get older, moving up a weight class is a much better option. Oh, yeah, it's 100%. I um, see a lot of people moving down. Like, for example, Jose Aldo, I thought he should have just went up to 55. I mean, even though he looked great against uh, Peter Young, but uh, I think, you know, some, some of those yeah. guys need to go up. Yeah. Did you catch Bellator, Stan? Uh, what, Ryan Bader? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, George's card. Um yeah, Chandler, what? Chandler's versus uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him versus Fury. Uh, my no, Georgia fight. Uh, no, uh, Georgia fight. Miles Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fury. Yeah, oh, Fury. Yeah, Fury. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, that's his. That's his nickname. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, controversial decision there. Yeah. S scoring the fight is difficult, as we've talked about with you many times, Al. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know. Connecticut is Connecticut pretty tough state when it comes to judging. I mean, they're experienced. Yeah. They're one of the more experienced. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, but some of the judges, I don't know. I don't think they're watching the fight, man. Yeah. <laughs> but see, they also do a lot of boxing in Connecticut, right? So if they're using the same judges for MMA as well. Yes. That's a, bit, that's a bit difficult if they're using the same judges because that happens in a lot of states. If they're using the same judges from boxing commission, they're only looking at the stand-up. Like, for example, for you, you're a grappler. You're a high-level grappler. So if you're, if you're trying to... Yeah, if you're trying to grapple the shit out of the guy, it, it does nothing for the judges unless you submit them. Yeah. So... Which mo most of them are. You know, they're mostly boxing and MMA judges. Yeah. Dude, how do we, I never looked into this. I just thought about it. How come former fighters don't get into judging? Like, I don't even know what route to take. Like, if I wanted to be a judge, like, what would I do? Some of them do. I've never seen a, uh, a former fighter being a judge. Uh, what's his name? Vitor Shaolin Ribeiro is a judge. Ricardo Almeida was a judge for a little bit. 
Were they? Yeah. Was it for IBJJF or just the MMA? M- MMA in New Jersey oh, okay. for like Ring of Combat and CFFC. Um, what's his oh, name? That's, see, that's better. Frank Trigg became a referee. Yeah, that's a Frank Trigg. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you even see what Herb Dean, reference tough. Herb Dean's been a fighter. Herb Dean has a handful of pro fights. I'm sure a lot of experience in the gym and being around fights and how many fights has he refed and he still fucks up. Yeah, he fucks yeah. up a lot. Yeah, bro. One time, but here's the thing: judging referee, being a ref is not an easy job, right? I in college we rest, we refed uh, kids tournaments, little league. Something I would never pay attention. Like I wouldn't know which color, like which who is scoring <laughs> points. I would always show different. I would get yelled by parents. Like judge ref, refing is not an easy job. Like, I would never be a ref. I would be a judge. Like I would be a good observer, sitting outside and watching. But in the action. It's hard to call it right at the moment. like. But that's the thing. Yeah, it's not easy. Like, Re- I wouldn't want to be one. Refereeing, you kind of have that face on it where it's like, yo, you fucking idiot, you fucked up. Judging, you don't really have that. Yeah. I think if the refs get it, the judges should get it too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Do you do you ever uh, ref jujitsu or anything, Georgie? Yeah, I, I have ref jujitsu before. Yeah, 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 it was. I mean, it was pretty easy. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like a reference of two black belts. But I mean, reference of black belts is yeah. easy too. But yeah. but I agree with you. I think uh, pro fighters that are retired, yeah. they should have the opportunity to be a judge or ref. You know, yeah. like Frank Trick, he's doing a good job. Uh, but judges, we need more judges that are. You yeah. Know, I think be- because also a lot of a lot of fighters after after fighting careers over there's there there's not a lot of opportunities for them. So maybe you know. It would be a good good way to go, a good field to go into. Well, even yeah. where we usually start Menace and the Man episodes, we call this an Al Chapo and the Man episode. But now we got, <laughs> what is it, Georgie? How do you pronounce that last name? Caracanyan. Caracanyan. Yeah. So Georgie Caracanyan joining us. So are you guys possibly going to start something? Or are you really interested in podcasting, Georgie? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually yeah, big, big time interested. And in, uh, Al, Al has been telling me, actually, we, we talked yesterday, he was telling me about the idea. I mean, he had for a long time between the podcast too. So it's something that we're probably for sure going to do. We might get in a lot of trouble, but we're going to do it. <laughs> we are going to get in trouble. I like getting in trouble. I'm not, I like getting in trouble. That means if you're getting in trouble, if people are shitting on you, that means you're doing something good. Well, yeah. I, I hope so. Like, me and Menace thought that, but me and Menace, like, we hold a lot of it in the bag, if you will. Yeah. Like, we'll open up and we talk about it a lot, but we don't tell our stories the way we should. Yeah. But but I think, look, I think George and I have unique backgrounds, and especially, like, okay, I'm going to go for it, Georgie. George is, George is Armenian and I'm Turkish, right? And unfortunately, and it's very unfortunate, the two nations never get along. And it's the biggest animosity going for for a long time, for over 100 years. And it is very sad. Like Georgia and I, this is a very good example of us being able to get along. Like we get along. There's no problems between us. And I, I told him, I was, you know, we were, we were brainstorming about this. And I was like, look, we can actually prove people that we can be friends and do something fun. Like we can, we're cool. You know, this could be a new new wave, a new generation trying to start something new, right? Like, hey, let's fuck the hate. You know what I mean? We can still be friends. And him and I, we're, we're goofballs. Like, we're pretty goofy people. So we're, we just want to bullshit, talk about fights, talk about whatever. And I think it's a great idea. I already have, I have a couple ideas in my head uh, as, a, as for a name. I don't know. George is having a hard time agreeing with me. <laughs> is it the one who text me last night? Yeah. Should I should I ask uh, Stan's opinion? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So one of them was uh, fighting immigrants. <laughs> that's a catchy name. It is a catchy name. One hundred percent. So that's the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second one, I don't think anybody's gonna like it. So. <laughs> Let me hear it. You know I love shit like that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So I said, you know, I'm from Turkey and George is from Armenia, so I said Turkmania. <laughs> Turk, the Turk, the Turkmania show. Yeah, the, or the Turkmenians. I don't know. The Turk. We're just look. Well, I, I hate the hate. Where that hate- where that works, you could have like the Turkmaniacs or something. Oh man. Uh, no. but, I, but I have a suggestion. Now. Please go for, it. go for it. <laughs> what is it? What is it? You say Turk may I said how come Turkey goes first? <laughs> <laughs> it, 
<laughs> See, here we go. We're already I'm fighting. Just I'm just so, we're already. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cause it rhymes. It rhymes. That's why. <laughs> Sometimes, okay. How about this? See, I'm always the best solution. How about one week Turk is first, and then the second week Armenia Ar Arm is first. I don't know. How, how about that? Exactly. It's all about. It's all about love. That's all I care about. Yeah, he but no, seriously, like though, seriously, I think George has a very unique background. You know, him being Russian and Armenian. You know, he fought in Russia for a long time. Sick black belt. He does high rollers. Still goes and rolls. Um, obviously, he, you know, he former worst is a fighting champ. Um, back in Bellator, you were in Bellator before too, right, Georgie? Yeah, I got in Bellator uh, 2010. I almost did all their tournaments. I was in that tournament with Joe Warren. When Joe Moran beat all of us, he beat me, Patricio. No way! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I hated Joe Moran. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that guy was a dick. Hyper, he was always hyper. Dude, he was on shit. He was always on shit. I don't know. I don't know. He never got caught, but he was okay. I don't want to accuse of anyone. You know, accuse anyone of using shit. But come on, come on. Right, he's he's fucking crazy. Right before the fight, he came right behind me, started talking shit, and I was yeah. about to fight him, but like. You know, yeah. he just fucking right away got under my skin. Yeah. Um, well, even um, that, yeah. He was in that Olympic drug testing, so. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Like, you saw that thing that the UFC put out with, um, what the fuck's his name? Yoel Romero. Like, they sent Yoel to a doctor, and the doctor was like, who the fuck is this guy that you just sent me? Like, all his tendons are, like, fucking X amount of times stronger than the average humans and, like, all types of shit. He's, like, superhuman. Same thing yeah. with like all those Cubans because they were they were uh, like lab rats, you know what I mean? Oh, is he still on it, or they just said he just he's no? They just said whatever. He's in a crazy shape. Yeah, crazy shape. Whatever was done to him in the past, like they, I don't. <laughs> yeah, he he hasn't failed any tests or anything. Yeah, yeah, I see. Damn, that's crazy. He's a yeah, that's crazy. Listen, here's the thing, especially you all Romero. He was on shit. It's not it's not a secret, right? We all know. He looks the same to me. Like, how is he clean? Or is he really a superhero? Superhero. Is he yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, he's Cuban. Cubans are pretty, like, genetic freaks. Yeah, like Luke Rockhold put it out there. He was like, when I was kicking him, it felt like I was kicking stone. I think, I think, and then Whitaker said the same thing. Like, he was, like, kicking metal. He was like, and he just kept coming forward. The uh, superhuman. Watching that one guy, uh, wrestler, what's his name? From uh, He wrestles for Italy. Vittori? Or oh, no, no, no. Uh, he, he wrestler, Frank Frank Chimizo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he trains in New York. He wrestles for Italy, but he's Cuban. Like him too, like, bro, so explosive. I watch him train sometimes, so explosive. Like we know, uh, George and I know a guy named uh, Michael Perez here. Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, he was a 2008 Cuban Olympian. He never made it to the UFC, but like he's, dude, how old is Michael? He's like 38 or something. He's out there, yeah. He's like a little 30 pounder, bro. He'll throw you like. Yeah, you but he's like, he's in good shape. He's yeah. still, he looks young. To, if you ask me, he looks young, you know, and uh, he's he's sick. He's a sick wrestler. They're just yeah. naturally, you know, like Armenians. Most Armenians are great fighters. They have that good genetic, you know what I mean? Like Turkish people too, of course. I let me <laughs> But even you know? back to Joe Warren and even that level of athlete, <laughs> if, if you are an Olympian level or even high level wrestler or whatever the training like out what you went through George I don't know if you wrestle but yeah. the amount of reps that you get in by the time you get to college or for Joe Warren international wrestling or like a DC yeah. you've put in so many reps that it's like oh this is what I this is my my shit you know this is what I do I'm a wrestler for life like no no question yeah, yeah Joe is a good 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 wrestler man he's a Greco-Roman, right? He's a Greco-Roman. Yeah, yeah. He was a world champion, Greco-Roman. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, just he's like I'm. I'm much younger than him, so like I was still young and like I was still in the international scene. I would go to Olympic training center and stuff. His just attitude was always like super douchey. I don't know. Like I never clicked with the guy. He wouldn't even remember. <laughs> well, even so much younger. His yeah. public personality was super douchey. Yeah, I would. I would. I would say so. Well, remember he fought Loro. And he, yeah, 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 yeah. Laura beat him, didn't he? Yeah, Laura. That's like Laura's big win. He knee barred him. But remember, like Laura's like doesn't even speak English. He's like respectful of his opponent and shit because he doesn't even understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then Joe Warren just talked mad shit about him. You know, like wasn't cool before the fight. And then when he lost to him, you know, Laura like fucking 
like wasn't the best sport after beating him, you know? Yeah. Like Loro is uh Marcus Galvao, Georgie. Um oh, Marcus Galvao. Okay. Yeah, Marcus he was uh yeah, he was Bellator one thirty five for a while and bumped up the forty five. Great guy. Good, good, good. Yeah, but Joe Warren's a Joe Warren's a killer, but back to Georgie. What is uh what what do you think's gonna be next for you? Or you wanna run that back with Fury? Is Be- Bellator likes to run things back, so we've seen this. Yeah, I mean I mean as soon as the fight was over I started, I got text message from a lot of uh, you know, important people from Bellator, even Scott Coker, saying that I won the fight. So uh, I told him, let me let me run it back. Let me get a rematch with them. If not, uh, let me fight uh, Ben Henderson. So we'd like to match up with Ben. So they're looking for that matchup, uh, hopefully to happen in October or November. So we'll see what happens if, if I get down. If not, anyone, I mean, Brandon Gertz, any one of those guys. So now for you, any difference for you fighting in front of no fans? It was, uh, I guess the only difference is, I mean, it was, dude, it was like a sparring match. You feel me? It was like, I feel like we're like in the gym training. There's only maybe 20 people, not even 20, maybe, yeah, 20, 25 people around there, the cage. But uh, it, it was a for sure different experience, but not too, too much different. I mean, I... Personally, don't matter to me, but if I were to choose, I would like it with the fans. It's yeah. way better. <laughs> of course. How was uh, how was the week of the fight being stuck in the hotel? I haven't experienced that. Either. I like if I'm in a new town, I like going out and killing some time because I'm starving. I like same the, way, same you know way, I mean? man. I, I like that's how when I go, I like to go out and just check out the town. But before we flew out of here on Thursday, we took a test, mm. the COVID test. Uh, we got the results on Saturday. We flew Sunday, got there Monday, took another test. We were quarantined for uh, uh, 48 hours. And every morning we had to go take a temperature check. I mean, Bellator is on top of it. So once you pass all the testing, I mean, you're free, but you're not free to leave the hotel. Like you cannot leave the like the hotel and go to stores, do whatever you want to do. But yeah, I, I mean, we had our own uh, treadmills, bikes and stuff like that. but. Belt was on top of it. It was just, I mean, it's the only stupid thing is the mask, man. I mean, I mean, I know we're in it to to make it, but I just like even in the corner, like my my coach tried to yell and he and he put the mask down to say something, and they just fucking went crazy. Oh, like they grabbed there, yeah. because you can't when you're trying to scream with the mask, you can't even do that shit. What was funny is to me. So I'm watching George's fight and uh, the post fight interview. They're- they're like six feet apart. Uh, what's the who, uh, big big John? What's his name? Oh, big John. Big John. McCarthy, yeah, John, John McCarthy is doing the interview, and the fighter is six feet apart. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? Come on, yeah. like, it's for the show. I get it, but it was so stupid. They should have did with what UFC's doing and just have them on a monitor. Yeah, yes. but they also yeah. don't want to do the same thing. I bet they don't want to do what the UFC. Yeah, doing. they're trying to be different. Yeah, but they're go they're going cringy. They might as well. They got to abandon that and just go the same way. <laughs> Yeah, just because that that that's awkward. You know, yeah. you see, like even there's a moment where I'm watching a few of them, and you see it seems like Big John almost forgets that the microphone's there, so he'll start like yelling over to the guy and projecting. You know, yeah. that's what that that's what that vibe is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. But yeah, crazy times. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 the new normal. I think this is how it's gonna be. Uh, even you know, I'm sure Georgia feels lucky being able to fight and make a living right now. Not a lot of pro- promotions are able to, you know, only the big ones, obviously the UFC and Bellator. You know, yeah, yeah man, just making it to that fight week. It just, I hope this is not the new normal. I hope this is like this to like maybe November or the end of the year. I hope fucking like next year we start with the fans, because Bellator says they're gonna do shows till October with no fans. So I don't know what's going to happen in November. So maybe they're just going to open up and just do with the fans. So, so Georgie, you're uh California, right? Right now. Yeah. California. So gyms are still closed right by you guys. Right. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> well, for, prof- so like, per, for pro athletes, professional fighters, you can get some work. Open. Yeah. You can get some work in, but yeah. But if you like a regular, yeah, it's they're close. So what's closest here? Like 24 hour fitness, LA fitness type of like normal gyms are closed. But like if you're like Georgia's gym, like Millennia, what are you, where are you at, Georgia, Millennia? 
Millennium MMA and Rancho Marzo. Yeah, Millennium MMA or like Training Lab or like Kings MMA. These places are open just for the pro athletes. Other than that, but yeah, I think I heard I heard New York is opening up soon, right? About to, and they're going to open at thirty three percent capacity. Hmm. That's what you're allowed to do. I think in like a week or so. But Millennia, so you're training with Tatiana. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatiana Suarez. Oh, I love Tatiana. Yeah. Big big fan of hers. We had her on the show uh, probably like a month ago or two months ago. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 crazy, man. She's so good. She's really good. Yeah. She we talked about uh what was it, Alp? What was it with Tatiana that you have with her? Oh no no, I have nothing. I was trying to say I actually um she so the first year I wrestled at Lindenwood University. So the first year we had a women's program, she was one of the four girls we had, but she was a badass. So she was the best. So she always trained with the guys. And and that season, that semester, I think she had made the junior world team and she missed like th- two months of school. She went to the Olympic Training Center, then the world championships. Yeah. She came back with a bronze medal. And then at the end, she said, fuck it, this school isn't for me because she was way better like she couldn't get good, get good training and then there was the last time I saw her and the next time I see her she was also a fighter like I never I wasn't really we weren't really friends like I saw her you know she was a teammate I guess I would see her in training here and there but uh next thing I know I was like oh shit she actually made it like that means and then I saw her story on Brandon Schaub's uh food truck diary or whatever and that was super inspiring obviously a badass very tough chick you know she I don't know she went through all of that she made a lot of boys at the gym cry. <laughs> she would, I mean, she's good, man. She, I'm sure she still makes a lot of guys cry. Bro, that's the funniest oh, thing. Is right after we had her on and I posted the episode and I went on Reddit and I started reading like comments and stuff, guys that she wrestled started coming on and saying like, yeah, she beat me, she beat me. And it became like almost like the Me Too, the Me Too thing. <laughs> Tatiana fucked me up too. And I'm talking like a, a handful, at least, 10, 10, 10 20 guys. Me too. And I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But, bro, that's how one of the funny things that we were talking about when we had her on is she, like, how her and Menace first met is it was over who could take who down. And Menace was drunk. Tatiana doesn't really drink. So Menace yeah. was like, and Menace thinks girls, no chance. You know what I mean? And then it's, <laughs> I mean, realistically, you know. Who a, took who down? <laughs> They didn't do it. They they they, one day they will, but when it happens, Top John is probably going to take him down because he's he's shot at this point. He don't train. (laughs) Nah, still he can't take. Yeah, no, he'll turn it on for that thirty seconds and just stuff her takedown. But she's a beast. She has neck problems, but I would love to see her back in there because I think she's a future champion. She did she get a title shot yet or? No, she's out for a minute. Uh. Something uh, something with her neck that she's not able to train the way she needs to to get ready for a fight. Oh, uh, she was uh she was tra- I saw uh she was I uh, Georgia just posted a picture with them. She was she, at the gym. She's no she's yeah, she tra- she trained with us, yeah. She, we we were drilling uh some wrestling stuff. Uh she's drilling I think she's getting better and better. I think we'll see her soon. Yeah, no, she, 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 she's training hundred percent, but she's not, she, that's what she said to us. She's like, I'm not able to train the way that I want to, which I guess is just really hard sparring or really hard wrestling. You know what I mean? The same problem though, apparently that, I mean, it led to her finding out she had like thyroid cancer or whatever, but a neck injury is what took her out of wrestling. It's sad, man. Yeah, that's the gotta... future champ, though, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, if she comes, like nobody's stopping anything she does. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. But I, well, I wanted to go back to uh, Georgia. So Georgia, you said two thousand nine or ten, uh, your first time in Bellator. Two thousand ten, yeah. Two thousand nine, yeah. Two thousand ten. Did you go? Is that when? You, is did you go to W uh, Worst Season of Fighting after? No, after I went to Tachi Palace. I fought a uh, few guys there, like Isaac De Jesus, Micah Miller. I fight. I fought for their belt over there, and then from there I went to Dream. Fought. Uh, uh, you fought Takaya. Dream. Yeah, I fought in Dream. I fought Hiroyuki Takaya. No at, way, uh, that's dope. That's awesome. And then I came and I got signed with the uh, World Series of Fighting. Mm. How was the experience in Japan fighting? Us? Well, well, Georgia, are you single or you got a girl? Married. Married. married kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm married. I have uh, three kids. Yeah, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I have three, uh, two daughters and then uh, one son. Oh, all right. How old are they? 
my son is my youngest one is uh, six months, and then my uh, daughter uh, is uh, six. I mean, is five and seven. All right, just making sure. Good for that. Help to the family because I know the Japan stories can get crazy. So I just have that. <laughs> I was more of I was more thinking like the the fans and the crowd and the fight and fight culture. Yeah, it was a good time. Like Saitama was, it was crazy. Wow. Forty thousand people. Uh, it was good times. Like seriously. It, are they super? It, are they super quiet when they're when you're fighting? Are they just clapping? Yeah, they'll, they'll clap if you do a good move, but they're super super quiet. Like like almost like fighting right now. You just it's yeah. the same same thing. You just feel your. So you're used to it. Yeah, kind of yes. <laughs> But it was a good time, man. Uh, uh, after beating though Takaya, they told us not to get out of the room because Takaya was part of uh, Yakuza. Uh, yeah, Yakuza. So wow. they had a lot of betting on him, like that he was gonna win. And when I won, they like, it was the New Year's Eve card. So they're like, hey, bro, uh, just don't leave the hotel room because it's dangerous. Just stay in the room. So we just stay in the room. We didn't go nowhere. No way. That's it was crazy. it was a good trip. It was a good trip. So so that. Do they do the yellow card, red card type of stuff in Dream? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. But that's, they do. that's your, I almost got killed by the Yakuza story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of stories. I almost got killed. There's some in Russia too, but this one, yeah, by Yakuza. <laughs> but like, little do you know that there was a Yakuza element that came toward the hotel or whatever and got stopped or something. Like, you, who knows? That story could have went crazy. You got yeah. <laughs> You could spin that into some writing, and you got a fucking a Liam Neeson movie right there. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm sure Russia, Russia, because uh, Georgia fought ACB for a while too. I don't think Russia was any different as far as like mafia being involved in the in the sport. Yeah, that was about the ACB is a big one too, brother. And that's why I kind of don't like Herb Dean. Herb Dean kind of took their side, but I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, your your last fight when you had the the controversy yeah yeah that one, that one fight uh uh he uh pretty much right there stopped it but then when they went in the back he told them yeah i shouldn't have stopped the fight he could have he could have continued mm -hmm. so that's why that you know i mean you, you know how acb how they're involved with all the acb it's crazy acb is a lot of great fighters some of them don't even want to come to america because they make good money first of all and yeah. competition is so tough competition is so tough man like look all of nine out of ten of those guys could be tough in the ufc in acb yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah and even the yeah. money's comparable i'm sure yeah <laughs> yeah money yeah you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> Cash money. Like I don't think Japan, like Russia, has a stronger fight game right now than Japan. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even uh, we could segue from that into that. Like uh, Khabib, Justin Gaethje coming up. It's gonna like when they book a fight and it's like, oh, you're like that's four months away. Life goes by so fast that it's like it's here. So that yeah. that'll be here before you know it. I'm sure Georgie will be interested in that fight. Who do you uh lean towards in that one? You know, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm gonna lean towards Khabib, but I I want to see this fight. I mean, I'm a big fan of Justin. When I was at the World Series of Fighting, he was there fighting too, and just I watched a few, a lot of his fights live. And man, that guy's. It's like uh, I I feel like his IQ with just just his power punches, how he gets sets him up, it's ridiculous. And I mean, I I feel like Khabib has a big on his hand, and uh, we're gonna see him. You know, I just cannot wait for that one. Yeah. Now, yeah. what are you thinking in that one? I, I don't think we've really spoken about that one. Um, I, I think briefly we have. I, it is definitely going to be Habib's toughest fight. And look, I don't really want to bet against Habib, but this is the one time I think if you're gonna if you're trying to make good money, you you might want to bet against. Habib. <laughs> you know, because look, not even the fight aspect. Because like thinking, thinking how you know Habib lost his dad. And obviously, and people have been watching him. Think, think how like Jose Aldo was at the top. John Jones was at the top for the longest time. And every fight, it just becomes harder and harder to dominate the way they're dominating, right? So everybody has been, look, Justin Gaethje has been like, like a sniper. He's been waiting to fight Habib probably. His eyes on the target. I can tell that guy is just a killer and he does not care. He's a honey badger. He don't give a fuck. Like he is ready to die in the cage. Look, 
everybody says Tony Ferguson is crazy like this and that guy's crazy like that. Tony, Justin Gaethje is a different crazy, in my opinion. Yep. I you think know, so, so too. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not picking a side yet. There's, we, have, we still have time. <laughs> and his scrambling game is very good. And he's a good wrestler. Like, and know. we haven't even seen it yet. That's the crazy part. I think, yeah, the, the times we have seen, like that's something me and Menace, I always say to Menace, because he doesn't watch as much fighting as I do, is uh, <laughs> Gaethje's counter-wrestling and like his defensive jiu-jitsu that I've seen in the few fights I've seen is really good. Like if you take him down, he's not he's not there for long. So for Khabib, if Khabib or when Khabib takes him down and keeps him there for a round or a minute, that's going to be the first time that's been done in... Oh, look, yeah. look if, I, if, I, if we go back and look at Habib versus Eli Kunta, then maybe if you want to judge Habib by that fight, then you can see how much Justin Gage has a shot. Yes. I, I say it all the time. Absolutely. And you guys both know uh, Sean Bunch. Sean, Sean Bunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and Menace had Sean Bunch on like one of our earlier episodes, like 50 episodes ago. And... um we talked to him about Khabib's wrestling and he was like, is it good? It's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. Against the cage. Open mat, it's wrestling. You know what I mean? It's tough to take someone down open mat. And then there's guys that are Jordan Burroughs in the open mat, Gregor Gillespie in the open mat. And then there's guys that are, we're going to say Khabib in the open mat. You know, like he's not, you saw it exactly with Al. Al was able to stuff a bunch of takedowns. We saw even Conor McGregor stuff some takedowns open mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it's it, different. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. Like, he's not even hiding it. You know what's coming. But he's so good at what's coming. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And what's the date on this fight? When, when is this coming up? October 24th, I think. Oh, so it's okay. Well, okay, okay. It's probably going to be Abu Dhabi, huh? And then Al, you'll know a little better than I would. Like, um,. I mean, Menace and I always talk about it like there's obviously levels to wrestling. NCAA, there's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. Then there's Sambo, which is a different style of wrestling and grappling. But this, on paper, might be the best wrestler that Khabib's fought. The, um, yeah. the, the closest to it was what's his name? Um, the Bl- Johnson. No, no. Uh, the black dude from um, Black Zillions 2. Um, Johnson? No, Trujillo. Oh, 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 Abel Trujillo. Abel Trujillo? Yeah. yeah. On pa- on paper, he might be the best. I think he was like an NIAA, whatever, NIAA, IA national champ or something N-A-I-A, like that. NIAA, let me correct you. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> it's okay. Uh, dude, oh my God. He just wrestled the shit out of him in that fight. <laughs> yeah, and he mauled him. And so Gaethje is a one-time All-American. I, yeah. I When I looked at it, and I'd have to double-check right now, but I don't think he's faced anyone else that's had that high of a level yeah. of wrestling. But again, like back to your, your point, like I was telling George about this too. Like ben Henderson was never an All-American. He wrestled in AIA. And, but look at his wrestling in the cage. Yeah. So very, very. Habib, Habib is way more experienced in the cage, as, and he wrestles. Gaethje never wrestles in the cage. Like, he gets dropped, comes back up, doesn't even try to take a shot. He tries to stand and beg again. Like, it's crazy. Even him. Oh, go ahead, Jordy. Oh, go, 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 go. go. I was going to say, when we had him on, I told him, like, you don't even wrestle. And he was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I wrestle all the time. And me and Menace looked at each other like, what the fuck does he mean? And then he was like, when I'm grabbing your hand, when I'm pulling your head, and then I'm punching you, I'm wrestling. (laughs) That's a good point. This is a very it, good and question. it was true what he said. He's like, all my stuff is th- th- the threat of wrestling opens up haymakers yeah. and punches. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he his coach too, Trevor Whitman, is on. Man, he, he's on a different level too. I think the mix they have together. And he's so good at with advices in between rounds that he will uh, – this is going to be – I think this is going to be a toughest fight for Khabib. Absolutely. And then he might retire. He said he was talking about that, right? He said he, he said he's gonna him. go. He said he's gonna go to thirty and zero, but who knows? If you're talking thirty and zero, you might just be done at any point. Yeah, but they're they're talking. You know how they're talking about GSP and him as a final fight? But I'm like, dude, you can't pa- look past through Justin Gaethje yet. That's crazy how they're even talking about it. Yeah, well, they did that with Khabib and Ferguson. They were like, we're gonna get to that. 
right after this Justin Gaethje Tony Ferguson fight. That fight is never happening. Never. <laughs> never, never. Yeah. So Georgie. So DSP will fight him with one fifty five, not one seventy. Uh, I mean, I actually, I actually saw that today. Um, GSP said um, he, Khabib walks around heavier than him, and he said he can definitely make 55 without compromising his uh, performance at a lighter weight class. He's very confident that he can. Bro, he's a he's the he trains like a scientist. Like he, that guy is. Yeah, a, yeah he's a, been looking in good shape. He's so obsessed with the sport. He's still like, if I was done, which I am done, I just party now. Like that's why I love not training. <laughs> and he, that guy was retired, and he is ready to fight. <laughs> you know, it's, crazy. Good, it's crazy. I don't think GSP is gonna come back again. Watch it. He's an alien, bro. He's not from this place. He's like, he's like thirty-eight right now. Yeah. He might. I would love to see it, but I don't think he's old. He's old, getting up there. I don't want to see him do it, you know? Because then what happens if he does come back and he doesn't fight? He came back and strategically picked Bisping. He didn't yeah. come He, he didn't come back and go, Kamara Usman, Sunday, you know? like. Yeah. yeah, that was very smart and funny. Yeah, he was like, I could pick, you know? He might have even known Bisping had the eye problem. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped him with a left hook, hit him in the bad eye. That was like the game changer of that fight. As if GSP held it in his back pocket and the fight was competitive up to that moment and was like, nope, I got to go for the eye. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I agree. But, Georgie, where are you heading off the train to in a little bit? I'm going to go to uh, Gracie Ba, a good friend of mine, uh, Juan Archuleta. He has a fight coming up. Yep. For Bellator, he's fine for a 135-pound belt, so I'm just going to go uh, help him out with whatever he needs and just, just be there for him and just train with them and all the guys. You know Juan as well, Alp, right? Yeah, I gave him a lot of rounds. Yeah, I trained I trained a lot with him too. Yes, we've had Juan on the show. Good dude. Big fan yeah, of his. And what is um who's this fight against again? It's Bandejas? Patchy Mix. Oh, pa- oh Patchy Mix. Mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patchy Mix for Ban- the Banaway title is vacant, so they're fine for that. Uh, he just beat Bandejas. Bandejas, uh, it was uh, Sergio Pettis that just beat. Him. Oh, Sergio Pettis just beat. Him. No, no, no. Yeah. Juan, Juan didn't fight Bandejas. He fought. He fought the forty-five title last, didn't he? Is he coming off of a loss? Yeah, Patricio. He fought uh, Patricio, and then before that, it was uh, uh, Corral. No, Corrales was his last fight. Oh, so he won that fight. Henry Corrales. Yeah, he beat Henry. Uh-huh. But before that, it was Patricio. Yeah, yeah he fought. Uh, he he lost the forty-five title. Yeah. 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 Patchy. Yeah, I think he's gonna do good against Patchy, man. I know Patchy's undefeated, but I feel like he matches up really good with him. Uh, I mean, Patchy's submissions are really dangerous, but uh, I, I feel like Juan's gonna pull this off. Oh yeah, that's a great fight. Did you see at the UFC post fight this past weekend? Someone asked Dana White about Bellator, and they they were talking about light heavyweight, and they're like, light heavyweight in Bellator is as good as the UFC. That's what Scott Coker said, and then Dana White starts refuting it. And then he's like, who would I want in Bellator or whatever? I don't, you know, we're good. And then the guy goes, what about Juan Archuleta? And Dana White goes, who the fuck's Juan Archuleta? Like, oh, who God. the fuck? Yeah. But even that, like, um, he thought, like, the guy was bringing up a heavyweight. Like, Dana knew who Juan Arch- knows who Juan Archuleta yeah. was when you say he's a 45 or, oh, that kid. You know what I mean? But when he was, like, light heavyweight, he was like, I don't know who the fuck. I don't know what they're talking I about. I saw the matchups after that. What's his name? ESPN was releasing the matchups of all the Bellator fighters. Versus UFC fighters, I don't know. I feel like they match up really good, man. I, I oh, feel yeah. like the media is making it look like the UFC is like I know UFC is top, but they have to make it like they both up there, you know. Yes, the, the UFC's roster you could say is deeper because they sign all the talent, but Bellator has the top of their divisions is UFC capable, and not by UFC. They're all UFC capable. I mean UFC capable by they're winning fights against the top five. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, Bellator versus UFC, I was just at lunch with a good friend of mine, uh, Tim McDonald, and he watches a lot of fighting too. I actually just brought out, like, we were talking about Georgie and, like, a couple other stuff. When we started talking about, I was like, you know what? I think a lot there are a lot of great Bellator fighters. I said a lot of them can be top 10, and then we started talking about champion versus champion. And then he started giving me like this name, that name. I'm like, yeah, I think both, most Bellator champions are gonna, most UFC champions are gonna win. Like, 
Alexander Wolkanowski punches your pimple, or John Jones, the rush, the new Russian guy, or like, you know, I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted to see, uh, I wanted Georgia to pick some, make some predictions if they were champion versus champion. All right, one we might see: Michael Chandler versus Khabib. Michael Chandler versus Khabib. Yeah, we might see that. Yeah, I heard Chandler signed right with UFC. Or is he negotiating? He's talking, he's negotiating. Talk, talking with them. He might go back to Bellator, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, Georgie, what do you, what do you seriously think? So thirty, who's the champ at thirty-five? Bellator. Give right now it's vacant. Right it, now it's vacant. Okay. Vacant, yeah. Vacant. Forty-five is Patricia. Patricia people. Forty-five is Patricia people, and the way yeah, he's it, been, it, he's, the way he's been fighting. I I honestly think Volkanovski lost his last fight against Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the way Patricia has been fine, he'll beat Volkanovski. But okay. but it's gonna be hard against Khabib. I know he tries to match up with Khabib, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be, I think, okay. an easy day for Khabib. But but as far as Volkanovski, for sure, Patricia will destroy him. How about Max Holloway versus Patricia Pitbull? Max Holloway versus Patricia Pitbull. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a tough one. I'm gonna go for Patricia for Bellator, brother. But. I think that'll be a good matchup. Way better matchup than Volkanovski. Yeah, I think definitely, it's definitely Habib. So I'm not even asking lightweight. Patricio's competitive. Yeah, I think even not with, not with Khabib with Max or Alex. Hundred percent. Yeah. How about how about Lima versus uh, Kamaru? Usman? Yeah, Lima all day. Lima. You think all day. so? You think so? Yeah, I I, I uh, you know I think yeah you could I see Usman take Douglas Lima down. I could see that. But then, man, I mean, like, I think we all know those kicks are coming. We all know, like, he's so good at defensive, and he's, I think he's been on the roll, too. It's not exciting, but Kamara Usman could probably do what he did to Masvidal to anybody in the world. Even to Lima, huh? Just, Lima? If that happens, I'm betting with you. We're going. You know what I mean? Like, brawl and stall. And after- yeah. If you want to make it a boring fight, you can make it a boring fight all day long. Yeah, the wrestler like if if I was a boring fighter, I would have been in the UFC still fighting. But Kamaru's not sitting at range and having a striking match with Lima, and I think Lima's yeah. wrestling's really good, yeah. like underrated defensive wrestling. So I think they wind up up against the cage, and Usman just if Lima can get off the cage, I I favor Lima in that fight. Lima's striking is really good. Very good, yeah. And eighty-five, who's the champ at eighty-five in Bellator? It is uh, uh, Musasi, right? Oh shit! Musasi versus um, Adesanya. Ui, that's gonna be a good fight. Hey. I will say. I will pick. I will pick Musasi. Another, another, uh, another dear Armenian. He's a badass, bro. They did. They did wrong to him. They did wrong to him in UFC. I'm telling you, Musasi. Yeah, yeah bro. I don't know why they let him go, man. They should have never let him go. They should never. He let wanted him go. to leave. He wanted to leave. He was, you know, he worked with Scott Coker back in Strike Force, and I think Strike Force just treated him with respect, not even like with more money, but he just treated him with respect. And I think that's what Musasi needed. He's like, dude, come on. He he had a point. He's like, they're not respecting me. They're not treating me well. They're not giving what I'm what I'm what I'm worth. Wait, it, wait, wait. Is out. is the title vacant right now? Who's the one eighty four? Because remember, uh, he lost to Lovato. And then Lo- oh, you're right, you're right. Lovato vacant oh. because he got sick, right? He got some kind of something. Yeah. Something, something and so it's vacant, brother. They haven't had a fight since. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so it is vacant. You're right. You're absolutely right. He, he just beat Machida, though. What's his he name? Did. Yeah, Musasi. Musasi, yeah. yeah. 205 is the new, new Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah, he looked great against Ryan Bader. I think uh, Nemkov versus John Jones. Uh, yeah, I cannot pick against John Jones. I know my <laughs> Russian, Russian brothers are going to get mad at me, but I know you can't just go against John Jones. I don't care how many no. accidents he got onto or how many DUIs he got. I can't go against John Jones. Man. You no. just can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy right there, John Jones. No, no, no. Him and Khabib, that's the, when you bet against them or pick against them, people look at you like, like, what the the fuck is wrong with you? But you guys know anything can happen in fighting. You know what I mean? It takes one, you have to show up, show up and have a shitty night one night. You know, Khabib has to show up and 
Justin Gaethje can land two calf kicks that could change the whole fucking fight. Yeah. Yeah. His kicks are good too. Oh, like even that. Before we let you go, Georgie, something that I saw the other night, or that we the fights the other night, the O'Malley fight. You guys watched that? I guess Cheeto. Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that I think that was the calf kicks as opposed to him rolling his ankle or whatever, like the way they're selling it. You know what I mean? You might be right, man. I think because what then he posted a, like a video of him dancing the next day. One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with him. I, I think it's, it is the calf kicks because. I've been kicked up before a practice and during a fight too, and it's it's bad, bro. You don't feel your leg. <laughs> yeah, me and Menace had a discussion about it. I went back and watched it, and it's it was a calf kicks. It was cheap. Right in the beginning, right? Right. In the yeah. Beginning Ch- Cheeto was winning that fight initially before the injury happened. He was just landing like right below the knee, right on the top of the calf, and then all of a sudden O'Malley went to take a step, and his shit was off. Yeah. 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 Did you watch that shit out? Uh, yeah, I think he do. He has skinny, he has skinny legs. So, and I love, I loved calf kicks. Like, I would do them on TJ. I would do, I would do it. I had, I had that master just because of how my, my body worked. I would never do high kicks or like that's just how I walked into my punches. I always loved it. And I always told people, I'm like, dude, master, it's so easy to capitalize on calf kicks, not even to hurt them, but to get them off balance. Because you can't condition your calves. I mean, a couple of them, you're going to feel them right in the fight, right in that moment. So they're very, very effective. And it's people are doing it more and more now. So, But also Cheeto is a badass, too. Like, Cheeto was going to win that fight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Cheeto's a killer. That was a – if they were trying to build him up, that wasn't the right matchup. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. And I don't think even after that fight, they give Cheeto a lot of credit. I think Cheeto is, is a top 35 out there, man. He's a – he could, he's going to fight for a belt. And he's, yeah, he's no. A win like the way they were hyping up O'Malley and that win, they should give Cheeto a top 15 fight. What they're probably going to do is give Cheeto the 15 or 14 ranking and let him fight someone else coming in to the rankings. You know what I mean? Because Peter Young is finally Sterling, right? That's what they're saying, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be. Who, Peter Young? Yeah. Yeah. He's fighting Aljo. Finally, Dana White. Fi- okay. Dana White finally made it official. <laughs> Bro, I said it to Menace. They were waiting for Frankie Edgar to highlight Rio Munoz. Then they're gonna be like Frankie Edgar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. even if Munoz highlight real Frankie Edgar, and all of a sudden Munoz's numbers skyrocketed. All right, you're hot right now, Munoz. Dana White is probably praying to God that Peter Yan just beats Alger now. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't get why. What's his beef with Aljo or whatever? I don't know, man. I really don't. I mean, and, one, yeah. yeah. One thing I said to Menace that, like, you know, how sometimes like something that you see could stick in your head. Maybe Dana White was cage side when Aljamain fought Marias, and that's what's in his head. Like, all right, Aljamain's amazing, but Marias is always until Marias loses. Marias is right here to someone other than Henry Cejudo. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. He just wasn't giving it to Cejudo. But now Cejudo versus Jan's going to happen. Out. How do you think that happens? Uh, which one? Sorry. Jan versus Aljamain. Uh, definitely a tough one. Look, Jose Aldo, in my opinion, Jose Aldo dropping down to 35. Yes, he did good against uh, Jan. But he's he wasn't also looking great, in my opinion. Like, Aljo brings something different to the table. And a lot of these guys don't like it, how he grabs them and like and you don't understand un- un- until Alger grabs you right his legs and his arms man he just squeezes the shit out of you like it's there it's hard to get him off of you and you know Alger is like John Jones like he's smart he's not gonna sit there and brawl with you or you know he's gonna keep you in the kicking range when you're punching he's gonna keep you in the punching range when you're trying to kick he's a smart guy he's a fight nerd right so he is definitely dangerous but also Peter Yan, those Russians man those Russians are fucking like they train like crazy at Tiger Muay Thai. I'm telling you, they're fucking tough. They don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. So in some ways, Aljo is Aljo is an athlete. He's he's smart, right? But you're not gonna drag him into a freaking like a street fight. But Peter Yan can do that. He would want to do that probably against Aljo. So I I, I want Aljo to win. You know, as 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 I call him a friend. But uh, yeah, it's a tough one to pick. I'm not sure yet. Georgie, what do you think? I think uh, Peter Yan is on the, he's on the roll right now. I like, watching him against Aldo. 
Uh, I mean, I watched his previous fight. I, I'm really impressed with them. But uh, uh, I, with Aljamain Sterling, I trained with them in uh, in Florida one time at ATT. And dude, that kid is fucking good. Like he, he I remember uh, he was. Uh, he just out wrestled the fuck out of me. Took my back, had my back, and then. Uh, but I think it's like like Al said, it's gonna be a good fight. But uh, I can't go against Peter Yan. I think Peter Yan is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are tough, man. Like the good thing with Aljo is you can shoot on him, and he'll end up taking your back. Like he he has his ways to scramble like he doesn't he's like that john jones the 135 exactly yeah. he likes to scramble he doesn't mind doing funky stuff that's why he's the funk master like that's why he's always dangerous you can't you gotta knock him out to finish him in my opinion so yeah yeah and aljermaine like his choke game from all like even yeah. that yeah like if you shoot in on aljermaine like any which way and you're trying to grapple with him his grappling re really good but his striking is like jones in a sense too that he's just Jones will lead more, but a lot of counterfighting, a lot more counterfighting from Aljo. But the way, like, that fight's almost stylistically tailor-made for each other. Jan's going to go forward. Aljo's going to look to back up and counter him. You know what I mean? And it's going to be... Aljo might have a size difference on Jan, too, yeah? Jan was pretty small for... Yeah, yeah. Pretty far, no? Yeah, Aljo's big. Aljo is like this. He's on a really, really wide back and, like, the tiniest waist... Big quads, but then like little chicken legs. Like he's, <laughs> but like you, you wouldn't think he could make one thirty-five. He looks like he's bigger than he is, you know, right out. Yeah, and he, he and he, and he eats M and M's all day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I, I wish him, the, I wish him the best, and I think he deserves it, man. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a he grinds, man. He's a hustler. He works hard. He deserves it. Long time coming. So I wish him the best. Yeah, hopefully he can pull that one out. But Jan is no slouch. No, not at all. So, Georgie. Russian scare me, man. Russian scare me. You got to get out of here, Georgie, or we still got you for another minute? Uh, what time? 6.15. I have like five minutes. Okay. All right. So, before we let you go, we'll talk about this one real quick. They just made it official or announced it. Uh, Costa versus Matasanya. Yeah. Well, who do you think wins uh, that one? Is that the the this one right? It's coming up, right? The Borrachino? What's his name? Yes, Paulo Costa. Yeah. I think uh, Adesano is technical. I mean, but Costa is a fucking powerful monster too. I've been watching all his training videos. He looks like he's in a good shape. Uh, uh, I think it's gonna be. I'm going against Costa. I'm going for him going against Adesano. Oh, so you think Costa's going to pull up the upset? Yeah, he's going to pull up the upset for sure. Okay, I like that. Al? Adesanya uh, uh, is like John Jones too in some ways and Aljo, and he's not going to stay. You know, he can make it a boring fight. He can do like, you know, teeps and like keep you away. And I wouldn't, if I if I were Adesanya, I wouldn't want to get into a boxing match with Costa. So it depends what kind of fight he fights. But I am going to pick uh, Adesanya, I think. How much you betting? Uh, uh, how much? Uh, my hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Food. We will do lunch. We'll do lunch. Okay, brother. All right. So Turkish, we got Turkish food. Turkish food. No, brother. Armenian. Okay. 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 I'm not. I like food. It doesn't matter. I like all kinds of food. All right. Just let you guys know that anything you say on Menace and the Man is legally binding. So that's a legally binding bet right there. <laughs> hey. You witnessed. Yep, that's official right there. So someone, okay. so, so, someone owes the other one dinner after this. Okay, one. Georgie, you owe me Armenian food when I win. For sure, bro. So yeah, let me know what you guys. George, George also does. George also does something cool. He does the high rollers, for example. Oh, even that. You mentioned that earlier, and I wanted to get to it. Are you smoking? That's from what I've seen. You smoking while you're grappling, right? So cool. Yeah. So, uh, well, that day we smoked about pretty much nine hours. No, and for uh, for every like every fifty minutes, Jeff Glover just roll joints and just comes like, "Hey, bro, you want to smoke?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, we've been doing it for like nine hours." And then towards the end, they uh, we took a dab hit, and uh, and then we walked in uh, walked in uh, on the mats, and that was a crazy experience. Cause I mean, smoking for about eight to nine hours was fucking already crazy. And they go with Jeff, and it, it, it was. Uh, 
for sure one time a thing. I would do one time. Who did, who did you go against? You did it two times, I think. I did it against. Uh, so I did one. The first one was the like probably once one of the best ones. I did a super fight against Jeff Glover uh-huh. with the gi. Yep. And then the second one, I just just entered uh, uh, just a regular one. Mm. And I went. I was in a black belt division. How is it? How is it rolling on like when you're high as fuck? Like how is it rolling and actually competing? You're not really rolling. You're actually competing. You you know. You you're going live. I I feel like uh, it, it could be as, as as you want it to be. Like I mean, if if you were this is this is my honest opinion. I, I feel like if you. Uh, panic too fast or stress out or think about it and if you smoke it can make you like that times hundreds so you'd be fucking <laughs> i saw some guys are just fucking standing looking left to right like hey bro give me water give me water <laughs> <laughs> but you know and then some, some people you can tell they smoke and then boom they get in the zone like with me i just i, I smoke i get in the zone i'm just scrapping and i'm just yeah. doing submissions that's but yeah, crazy. it's not for everyone. <laughs> if you're not, like, some guys like the smoke and train. So if you're used to that, I think it's fine, right? Bro, are yeah, you if used to that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to smoke and train so much that when I would compete and not smoke, I'd be like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah, then you get that. <laughs> I don't even know how to do this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the other me. That's exactly. the other me. That's not even this guy. <laughs> All the time. Um, last thing, I don't know Georgie has to go, but he also you also did um, the ACB uh, Jiu-Jitsu Super Matches too, right, Georgie? I did. I did. I did in, uh, yeah, that, that was in Moscow too. That was uh, the time the World Cup was there going on. And oh, that one was, yeah, soccer, yeah. Yeah, soccer. It was pretty good, man. Uh, it was just me with a bunch of, all, with all the checkmat guys. Ah. Most of the checkmat guys lost. Ramulo competed that day too. They lost. He lost too. It was the only Americans that were out there was just me and Diego Sanchez, and I get to spend some. Dude, I was with him for probably whole week, and fuck, Diego is a. Is he crazy? I mean, we all know Diego is a crazy motherfucker. He didn't have his fucking coach with him. You know, the coach that makes him do all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, you could tell he was on his way towards that coach. <laughs> wow. We've yet. He rolled. And he did the jujitsu match there too. He, yeah, he did jiu-jitsu match with a really good uh, Chechen fighter, Yusuf Raisov. Mm. And uh, that kid ended up being a by decision. But, uh, it, I mean, it was a good experience, man. Um, but just dealing with Diego all week and just doing that tournament was good. I've heard he's fucking nuts. Yeah. like um. Yeah, bro. It's, it's like we'll be, we'll be at the restaurant eating. And <laughs> he would take the resistance dance. And just get on top of the table and just start stretching. <laughs> and like, and in Russia, when you do stuff like that, people go like, people are very like, what the fuck are you doing? And like a few times, we almost got in a fight and then I had like time to relax. relax. But I can crazy. imagine, like I can relate. Like for example, if I took a foreigner like that in Turkey, but like they were acting stupid, like people, and people don't know who you are. People are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? You know? <laughs> And wow. he would tell him, Diego Sanchez, season season one Ultimate Fire or something like that. He would just introduce himself like that, too. Oh, that's how he introduced himself? <laughs> that's that amazing. Is, yes. It was funny, bro. It was funny. That is crazy. Like, we, ha- we had a little segment going for a little bit. We still kind of do of, like, Phil Baroni stories. We almost need to have Diego Sanchez stories, too, because we have a bunch of them. Menace went overseas with Diego... Tom Lawler and Ashley Evan Smith. So they have endless, you know, for whatever, two weeks of Diego Sanchez overseas. Oh, they, <laughs> they went to the Middle East or something, didn't they? Yeah. To an American base to an American uh, military base or something? Yeah. And then Menace plays phone tag with Diego to get him on the show. We've been trying to get Diego on for like two years, but he's a fucking, he's nuts. You should get out of this coach, bro. I think that's the best way. <laughs> oh, his coach? His new coach, yeah, I think he's in charge of his own career. <laughs> he is the new coach. He's the new, he's his own coach now. Bro, that guy. No, that guy's his coach. Oh, that guy is his coach now. Wow. Well, I wish yeah. you could look. The guy who's like, I just put my hands out like this and I start walking, <laughs> and then eventually the guy's gonna boop. There it is. He ran into it. Like that, <laughs> bro. Like that's his style of fighting. The guy. That's crazy. But yeah, we'll get Diego on. And we'll talk some. We'll talk some shit and get some funny stories. But uh. Georgie, we'll let you get out of here. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. It's awesome talking to you guys. <laughs> so let me know whatever you guys come up with. More than happy to help. Give any insight, whatever. 
Oh, for sure about the podcast. Hell yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. Well, Joe, I, I need Georgie to confirm here and uh, say yes, so we're on, so I can start setting shit up. Brother, 100% in. Brother, yes, brother. <laughs> yes, Georgie. He's on. Fighting immigrants coming soon. <laughs> and like we said, everything on Menace to the Man is legally binding. It is. So we're not sure about the name, but it's coming soon, very soon. <laughs> yeah, it's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, we we could change things like the name, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name. <laughs> Thank you, Georgie. Thanks for your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. See you soon. See you, bro. Good. That was fun. Yeah. Georgie's good. always a good time. He's a uh, he's a very outspoken. Uh, he's a you know. Oh yeah, I feel like that's even an egg that or an onion that has a lot more layers to it. He's definitely got. Oh, oh dude, yeah, you he starts, you know, he had to run now, but like. Yeah, like even. Yeah, you can get. It. I'm trying to save some of it for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, he, he waited an hour to bust out Diego Sanchez, you know, stories. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah. he, like I said, he has a very unique background, like from his Russian and Armenian background, and you know where his father. He fought Boba Jenkins twice. Like, he fought a lot of good names. You know I mean? He's a seasoned veteran. And he still has a lot left in him, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, I, we didn't ask him how old he was, but I'm sure he definitely uh, has. He's 35. Yeah. So, he still has enough left to make a run, especially in Bellator, where the run is. So, in the UFC, it might be four or five, six, seven fights to make a run. Bellator could be, you know, three, four fights, yeah. and you're back in the mix. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, especially Bellator isn't that busy. Like, UFC has shows every weekend. So this actually gives you time to recover and train better. Like, you can actually you actually have, you know, you don't really have to fight last minute or you don't, they won't ask you to fight so quick. Yeah. The turnaround isn't that fast. So this way, like, he knows what's coming. And a couple of good wins, like you said, like, you're right up there. Especially, like, Michael Chandler leaving now. If he gets the Ben Henderson fight, Ben Henderson is still a great name. And he's on the way down a little bit, so that's an advantage. And, you know. Like, I like Chandler. You know, we have mutual friends and whatever. We want to get him on the show. I like Benson. We have mutual friends. I want to get him on the show. But, like, that one just – I almost wanted them to have, like, a five-round war or a really – too. Or a competitive fight, if you will. And that was just – uh when Benson went down, it was almost like um not really a passing of the torch because Chandler's an elder statesman too. But, like, it was just like, oh, all right, so – yeah, that, I wanted to see a longer fight too, so we could actually see Ben Henderson too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that 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 type of loss too. It almost tells you like, all right, so Benson's done at this level. Yeah, he now is gonna fight till the end of his career. He's not like championship. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so are you? Are you corona free now? <laughs> I apparently I feel great. So we'll did you see. did you get tested again? I got tested again. Tested negative. Yeah. So. Good. You're cheers. so negative, bro. Cheers to that. <laughs> cheers, cheers. I love your shirt. Thank you. You're an Office fan? I love the Office. Are you kidding me? It just plays in my house in the background all the time. Yep. I was just like, at the beginning of this podcast. I had to hop up and turn the TV off. I was watching. Uh, like, it's one of those things. Like, if you if if I have stuff to do in the house, like if I'm cooking or if I'm on my phone doing something, like office is my go-to obviously i don't know because i can catch and catch up anywhere to the left like i don't have to rewind or like hey i missed the joke like everything is funny come on the funniest thing is i didn't watch the office until the quarantine no are you kidding me bro and i've dated girls for the last since two since it came out whenever the fuck that was that would always just be like i watched the office talk about the office i'm like i'm not watching this stupid shit what channel's it on nbc the fuck out of here oh but you have the show where'd you get the shirt um, because I fell in love with the show. <laughs> oh, so you just got the shirt then recently? No, it was a gift. But yes, oh, it was a gift. Yes, it was a gift. Be- because- no, it's the. Because- I will say this: it's the greatest American comedy. I think Curb Your Enthusiasm is the greatest American comedy. Uh, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Curb Your Enthusiasm guy. Seinfeld, eh, Curb. Your- I like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a, it's more of a New York show too. I guess maybe that's why you like it. Which show? Kirby Enthusiasm? Kirby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more yeah. like a New York show. Yeah, so is Seinfeld. But we're talking comedy, yeah. If we're talking like favorite yeah. show, I'd be like, oh, that'd be a tough yeah. one. Maybe. La- Larry Larry is, is funny. Larry's hysterical. That's like yeah. my, my spirit animal. Yeah. I, <laughs> I always, uh, well, I have, I have, you know, I have close friends that are Jewish. And uh, we always fuck with each other. Like Larry's always an example that I, you know, 
we always send the show like bits, like uh, clips of uh, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, you, but, could, you could literally have conversations of Larry, things Larry David has said. Oh, oh uh, uh, 100%. Same like office though. I always say like, that's what she said. And like some people get it, some people don't, but it never gets old. Like you can always laugh at the same jokes. Oh my God, even that. Like I, I didn't, and I never researched it. If it, pro- it definitely came from somewhere before that, but that's where it got big. Was the office? Is that's what she said? <laughs> exactly. I didn't realize that's where it came from, and that's or that's where it got uh, so big. I it's- actually, I actually have a hoodie with Michael Scott's picture, and it says, "That's what she said." I've used. And it. I, I yeah. used the joke. I've used the joke. Like, oh, that's what she said. I didn't know where it came, you know? Uh, hey, that's how catchy it was. But I always get compliments on the hoodie I have. When I wear it, people are like, oh, that's dope. This is only, like, this might be, uh, this is maybe like the third time I've worn this shirt. I think you're the first to compliment it. So. Oh, really? I always compliment on office stuff. I love it. I like that. I but, love it. But yeah, you got your setup going. So anytime you want to do this, we'll uh, jump on. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. So yeah, that's like I said, Georgie. So hopefully, I'm, Georgie and I are going to do it. And like my buddy Ian is helping me with the whole setup. Like he's tech savvy and he's going to be our Jamie. And because I want to do a YouTube live so he can actually read questions. And he is pretty tech savvy. So we have a small setup in the house. And uh, so and Georgia wants to come out here because Georgia lives like 45 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. But he said he is down to come out to me like once a week, twice a week or so. And we can obviously bring a bunch of fighters in studio, like around here. Like we know a bunch of people. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be funny. We just want to have fun. Like bullshit for a couple hours and that's it. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, now because of Menace's job, we had a little dry spell, yeah. if you will. But we just did an episode the other day that's why we got into it and started doing it because we enjoyed it and had fun, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the beginning episodes were funny because we used to, like, get together. we drive to the studio. Menace would be, like, pounding beers. I'd be smoking blunts. We'd get <laughs> yeah. to the studio. We'd just pound some beers and just talk about fighting and have fucking, exactly. you know, whoever, so-and-so call in. Then we exactly. started doing and, video and snowballs, and you have fun doing it. And, and it's about a little bit of, like, who you have. Like, no, I don't, you know, not everybody's going to want to watch you, but it's about, like, who I bring to the show. So, obviously, like, you brought Dana White on the show. Like, you brought some big names on the show. But everybody wants to see what they're saying. Yes. And, uh, you know, George and I, we both smoke. We're, you know, we're goofballs. And, you know, it could be funny. It could be, it could be uh, you know, some fun time to bullshit. And, uh, you know, expect nothing. You won't be disappointed. So, we expect nothing. We just want to have fun. So. Yeah, that'd be dope. Well, Menace yeah. and the Man supported, and we'll always bounce off each other and fucking oh, jump on each other's shows and do yeah. dumb shit like that. And anytime yeah. you want to do some more Al Chapo and the Man episodes, <laughs> we're always down. Always. Thank you, sir. Thanks for your time again. Thanks for having us. All right. You're the man, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You're the man. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Peace. Bye-bye.